everybody. Welcome to the Wheels Blues Podcast, episode nine of the coronavirus pandemic that will never end. Now, on today's episode, we have, as always, uh, at Tin Can Blues. I'm here once again, and I can't wait to get going. Let's go, boys. Uh, at Eric, double underscore 83, and loving the quarantine life. And at Squeed, SKW, Triple E-D, and uh, hi. And as always, I am Mighty Wheels. Oh, Mighty Wheels. How can we forget you, glorious leader? <laughs> Stop feeding his ego, man. <laughs> Who's going to do it if I don't? Nobody, and that's where it should yeah. be. He Nobody, was actually yeah. going to refrain. <laughs> he was actually going to refrain because he's a malevolent dictator that doesn't need your praise. Oh. But now he's going to do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's do a shot of Ping Whitney to start this bad boy off. Episode 9. Cheers, fans. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's, just, it's so good when it's ice cold. You know why oh. I'm drinking out of the bottle? Because my shots are in. My shots are in my cupboard, and I can't reach them. Shot glasses. I thought it was because you weren't thinking about tomorrow, singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. That's I, I should be not thinking about tomorrow. Sweet so Home hey, Alabama. Hey, Daniels, uh, happy belated birthday. I'm glad yeah, you're happy belated. I'm glad you're thank, in that, thank that you. third underscore, man. Like You get it now. <laughs> not yet. A couple more years, and I'll add that, that, uh, that third underscore. Yeah, oh, you get on, it. It's like a Chevron. He's going to get it when he's 40. Yeah, Your Chevron's every decade. Wait, so do I? So do I get a third underscore in like a no, year? No, you get nothing. You get no oh, underscores. You have nothing. no underscores in your name. <laughs> you get nothing and like it. You know, not really only does it represent uh, my age, it also represents uh, how many hobies I kept down in the clink. Wow, like a teardrop tattoo. Wow. What, what, yeah, what are ho- what are hobies? Homies. Oh, they said hobies. Sorry, my, my mistake. <laughs> That's the episode thing all over again. And there's the first edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. What, what did you get up to, uh, Daniels, on your on your birthday? What, how old are you now? Uh, I am old enough to where that question is inappropriate. Wow. <laughs> oh, I turned uh, 37 years young. Wow, good for you, man. 37? 37. 37. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked. 37 decks. Oh, you know, it's been a while since I've heard that. <laughs> right? Clerks is awesome. Yeah. I love that scene. And then the guy, he's like, try to suck any dick when you go through the parking lot. And the guy just starts following her. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Classic. Uh, so yeah, we yeah we just kind of yeah, you know, Tommy and I hung out and just enjoyed uh, enjoyed the nice day as best we could and and uh, yeah, um, she was a beauty day yesterday, man. I just left work in the middle of the day. I was like, oh, the sun's shining, I'm out of here. <laughs> See you later. Did you yeah. go for like a walk in the woods or somewhere? Or uh, a little bit, yeah. Off? Grabbed some sushi and a sodi pop and sat by the tracks. It was nice. 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 Oh, some soda pop, eh? Some soda pops. Huh. <laughs> some of that dad's root beer and some. some oh man, sushi dad's root beer is delicious. Dad's root <laughs> beer. It was, it was a nice. It was a nice time. By myself, listening to our podcast. Narcissist that I am. <laughs> Quality control. <laughs> Somebody's got to drive up those numbers. 
Uh, right? Wheel, uh, wheel, I don't think we. I don't think Wheels even proofreads it. I think when I send it to him, he just kind of like waits three hours and goes, "Yeah, it's good." <laughs> right? He just he goes, "Oh, I'm so busy, I can't do it. Do yeah. I just give me till tomorrow, just so he can find a better way to lie about it." Oh, and then Boris he just kinda... Leader has been busy doing other shit besides this. Okay. Glorious Leader is a professional, and he takes his jobs very seriously. And when he is asked to edit and proofread, he fucking edits and proofread. So screw all you guys. I don't see none of you guys editing or proofreading. Well, uh, I think Tyson does the editing, so there's that. Yeah, there's... Um, You just have to listen to it, guy. And also, Tyson, look what you have created. A fucking monster. Yeah, now he's talking to himself in the third person. Yeah, you, you. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. And I'm gonna he keep, will continue to do that. I'm gonna keep he pushing gets this. Some respect. I'm gonna keep pushing this, man. I'm gonna keep feeding your ego. <laughs> Don't worry, man. I'm on board. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That, that's why we're in charge, Tyson. That's why we're in charge. Everyone just shaking their head. <laughs> I'm nodding my head for this. <laughs> this is gonna be good. If we didn't have a mutiny before, we're definitely going to have one now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric and I's podcast has been going really well, so, you know. Yeah, we have 501 views. Oh, do, so. do you wow. that? Do, whoa. That's, that's impressive. You know, that's impressive. Bravo. Yeah, we gotta, Congratulations. We're, we're big in the prisons. <laughs> you got you to gotta be pretty quality to have 500. Speaking of which, this podcast, our our. Our podcast, the Wheels Blues podcast, uh, recently uh, got 500 listens across all episodes Ooh. posted so far. Yeah, that's very awesome cool, class. man. So yeah. awesome! Like, thank you, everybody who listens. That's great. We really appreciate it. This is. I would like good. to say thank you to all you 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 uh, four guys because three guys because without you guys, this would not have hit 500 <laughs> views. And you guys are laughing. I'm trying to praise you, but yeah. <laughs> This doesn't happen without the three of you guys, and wow. I'm, I'm, I really appreciate Thanks, that dude. you guys are doing this with me, and it's making making my weekends and my Fridays pretty awesome. Well, I, I appreciate being asked to do it, and personally feeling responsible for strapping the rocket to this to this madman and shooting it to the moon. <laughs> it, it, they want it, more that, underscores. That, I'm hearing it was that second episode, man. It was all about the second episode, man. <laughs> just took off from there. I uh, just got to argue that because I'm pretty sure it was episode three where this really took off. Here, the guy that was like, ah, we'll get him in. Or will we? Or will we? <laughs> yeah, we, like, we stoked the fire of desire of the audience, man. Yeah. Is it going to be on or not? And then <laughs> we just kind of kept taking we it away we, from him, you know? We spoon fed them, and then eventually they all <laughs> just wanted to be a part of it. They just, Sid, we got to listen to Sid, man, you know? But yeah, it's, it's great. We're, we're blown away. That's, that's awesome. 500 might not seem like a big number to anybody, but it's a big number to me. And I think it's a big number. to everybody. I, I, it's big yeah. to me. I never yeah, expected yeah. that 500 people would listen to this. If no, you I don't think that 500 happen. is a big number, please turn off this podcast right now. <laughs> it's huge to us. Just let us have this one. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> don't turn off this podcast. Subscribe and read. Great. <laughs> And smash it. <laughs> smash your subscribe button. That's right. And listen um, a lot more so we can get to a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also pay attention to any social media of ours. If you do follow us or if you don't uh, follow us because uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway to celebrate 
500 listens uh, on the social media in the next week. <coughs> So uh, just yes. keep an eye on it. Keep your keep your eyes peeled, and we'll, we're going to be putting something out pretty soon. I think I have yeah. an idea on how to do that and make it fun. Nice, and also, and also, as Tyson said, if you don't follow us, he should have added. Well, you should uh, yes. follow all <laughs> yeah. our social medias. Most important, I think I did should. say that. It's been said. <laughs> well, it has now. Now the people know. So yeah. So what do we got today, that? fellas? Sid, I'm aching. What's I'm up? Dying. Oh yeah. Well, I've been playing. I got a pack of rollades in my pants. I need to hear. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. whoa. Final Fantasy VII. I need to hear about it. I want to hear about it too. I'm very excited. I don't have the game. I played the old game like a ton. I've beat it, I think, three times with different members of the team and all that kind of stuff. And I've completed like almost everything on it. There isn't much I haven't done aside from that fucking Ruby weapon, but oh, see Ruby weapons easy, man. It's Emerald. <laughs> I can't beat. Really? I can mm. beat Emerald weapon. I don't know. I think I did it with uh, a lot of mime and a lot of final attack. Dude, you want, you want Phoenix for that Ruby weapon, yeah. man. Cause it kills you. You start with your, your, your outside uh, teammates dead already. Yeah, and then it does that attack that kills them, and then you use Phoenix. Yeah, because I do final attack Phoenix. I always paired it like that so that no matter what your your final attack was, it brought everybody back. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's, I'm very. I want to hear about it. I'd I'd like to hear about it with as little spoilers as possible. But oh, I, yeah. I know you're that kind of guy, so I'm not too worried. Whatever you want to say, let's hear it, man. Yeah, dude. I, I'm I am sucked right back in. I I don't feel like I've been sucked into a game like this. Well, I guess the last one would have been the Resident Evil Two remake. And I find it funny. I'm I'm finding such a, an attachment to these old PS One games that I loved absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's like PS One games sucked me in like that, and then it took to them remaking those games to suck me back in. Like I was up till three thirty in the morning last night because I was in the Sector 5 Mako reactor, and I just I couldn't not finish. I had to get to where you meet Aerith, and I'm like, well, work's going to be brutal, but I, I just couldn't <laughs> stop. I was, I was sucked in so much. The music is the same, but like better. It's not MIDI anymore. It's, it's excellent. You can collect discs, too, like music discs, and uh, play them on the jukebox. You got like the gold saucer theme and stuff. It's, it's awesome. I've put nice. about 15 hours in so far five hours a day since i got it <laughs> is it is it vastly different from the uh the original oh, final fantasy 7 there's a lot of extra um but it's not it doesn't feel out of place it's 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 a very different style of game as well it's a linear action rpg as opposed to like a an open world random battle kind of thing but they kind of started doing that in final fantasy 10 anyway so i wouldn't expect it to be drastically different from what they used to do if they really? just made a pretty a pretty that time battle. Me. It's it's I, like Crisis Core, Tyson. You won't be that disappointed. I know, but like I have, a, there's a soft spot in my heart for this game, and I really like was hoping for like a world map where you run around and. and well, that, that might be a thing. It's just you don't. As far as I know, you don't even leave Midgar in this game, so I, okay. I, I haven't gotten to the end yet. So I'm about. Okay. Uh, it's it's chapter two, like it's episodic. So yeah. I'm on like chapter eight, but you can go back and play, replay any chapters. Uh, so I'm kind of thinking there won't be a world map ever, but mm. they, they had an open world in Final Fantasy 15 where you'd like, it was kind of linear, but it gave you the, uh, the feel of an open world. Like you'd hop in the car and drive on roads to get to different towns and it would just kind of give you the illusion of an open world that worked quite well. 
Because uh, I, so, I want to be able to like, you know, there was a spot. Uh, it, it was like the forest. There was a, I can't even remember what it was, but there's like some forest before you go to the temple of the ancients. And I used to level up like crazy there, but I would go back there and level up and get, I would level up because you somewhere in there, you could get a ton of XP and I would level up and even get mastered materia before I was even out of the first disc. Like bone. Oh, first disc. So it wouldn't be yeah. bone village. No, no. It's like some forest. Um, I should have, I like should have on, on the up. first continent. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's like a, I can't remember what it is, but some forest, it's not like the secret forest where you can get lost and it's a maze. It's, no, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's you gotta, it's some other one. It's, and you can run around there and you, I leveled up. That's how I did it. Like all three times I beat the game. <laughs> yeah. See, I just, I just kind of pushed through the beginning bit until I got the high wind and then I'd go and do all my leveling and, you know, I wouldn't even worry about leveling up materia until I could get into the North cave and fight the pots, just feed them elixirs oh, yeah. with W item and just like build that AP. Or you get those, like the three fireballs. There's three fire. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you get the pots, right? The pot no, no. with the little hand yeah, yeah. holding the lid. Yeah, you can do those too, but there's also three fireballs, and those give you like 1,400 AP or something oh, okay. like that. I was like, just hit the pots with the elixirs. Because like W item, it doesn't matter. You just yeah, you doesn't throw matter. elixirs away. Yeah, you but, don't uh, even care about elixirs. <laughs> I'm, en I'm enjoying the materia. It's great to have that back. I always like that. I got, I got, I, I enjoyed the junction system in eight as well, but... Uh, there you upgrade your weapons so you can uh, you, every time you gain a level you get skill points that you can affix to your weapon which unlocks more materia slots uh gives you better damage uh like a mm. damage percentage and mp and hp percentage it's material like it makes your weapon stronger it's like it's like better metal or better like gold or it's it's whatever. it's uh it's like the Magic. life force of the planet concentrated into an orb and it gives you uh, special abilities there's summon materia uh, which are red. You get healing material, which are green. Oh, is that what all those little orbs are that like pop out of everything when you like hit stuff in the game? No, that's just that's the Mako energy. Because like, so the whole Mako. thing about Final Fantasy VII is that it's like eco terrorists going, "Hey, this big corporation's literally sucking the lifeblood of the planet to make uh, to make." electricity and energy right and it is literally the lifeblood so all they, the the mako that they're sucking up is literally the spirit of of everything everything is made of like mako your life is mako energy and when you die that energy returns to the planet and shinra's just sucking it up and basically killing the planet as well as all life on it because they're kind of synonymous right and uh yeah, so when those, when you, because you're talking about the demo when they turn to green, right? That's just them returning to the yeah, light, like yes, returning yes. to the planet. Are there, like, are you noticing things that maybe you forgot about uh, since the last time you played it and with it being remastered, you know, and, and whatnot, where you're just like, oh, fuck, like... Well, first, I'd say it's not even a remaster. It's legit a reimagining. Like, they're following okay. the same kind of story. But there's like there's a whole chapter where you're with one of the uh, one of the members of Avalanche that is only kind of a part character in the original game. So there's like a whole hour long gameplay and story line that you go off with uh, Jesse from Avalanche, and it was like I was going, "Whoa, this is fucking weird." But I really enjoyed like the expansion of the characters and Sweet. Uh, apparently this game's like thirty to forty hours, and it doesn't leave Midgar. And so far, I'm okay with that because it just it, it expands the story. The characters are, they, they feel true to the, their original selves. 
Um, yeah, the voice acting is top notch. Uh, there's only one thing that I thought was pretty weird. Uh, they use Unreal Engine. And at one point in time, you've got like a kind of like a, a room in a motel in the Sector 7 slums. And the door is just so shitty looking. It's so low res <laughs> and it just bothers me. It's like everything's so pretty. And then like I sent that screenshot to the group of me like overlooking the Sector 5 slums and the big like the plate of Midgard. Yeah, it looks really nice. Roster. It's, it's yeah. a beautiful game, uh, except for that door. <laughs> that must have been the last thing they tried to render and they just ran out of time. And they're like, fuck it, nobody's going to care about this. Seven years to do this. They, they didn't run out of time. The, I don't know. Good man. Enough. Assuming video games are pretty long, ardu- arduous processes. That Yeah, I feel like if this game would have failed, Square would be in a little bit of, they'd be in a bit of trouble. This, yeah. this, this has this, been a, a mess of a game. Like they had another studio developing it and then like for two or three years and then they went in and were like, what the fuck are you guys making? Nope. Scrap this all. You're fired and restarted it internally, which you should oh, never God. like It's working for Resident Evil doing the remakes externally because they have Capcom dudes and people who have been a part of the series working with these other like these, these companies that they're hiring like M2 is ex-Capcom employees, so they're, they're going to stay as true to, to it as they can. But like with something like Final Fantasy VII, if you don't handle that internally, that is one of the most beloved games uh, for, for my generation. Older generations are probably Final Fantasy VI is the best, but seven, seven introduced me to the Final Fantasy series. Like I'd, I'd seen people playing it on Super Nintendo and whatnot, like three, which is six. But like, seven I, I never really got into it until seven. Seven was the big boy, and then after that, I think I, I skipped eight and I played nine, and then oh, I went see, back I, and I played five or something. And yeah, uh, I'm playing the PSP remake of three right now, which is pretty cool. It just kind of made it not so eight bit. But like when I was thinking about last night and how I shouldn't have stayed up so late playing that game, I was just remembering back when I like got Final Fantasy eight and brought it home and plugged it in and like, you know, my little PS one and my little 13 inch TV in the corner of the living room and just staying up till like three in the morning, just playing, playing the first disc of that. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I, I really, really, really like the remake. I am, I'm very, very happy with it so far. It's out a different the, game, but it's out of the remakes good. that you've played recently. Like, do you think the resident evil remakes are better or the final fantasy remake? Uh, done better. Well, I'll have to beat the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I feel like it's so far it feels like a more complete and and honorific piece, uh, like honoring the original game. Uh, whereas like Resident Evil Two, they kind of pushed it out, and the scenarios aren't this like the two separate scenarios kind of play out exactly the same in Resident Evil Two remake, which they didn't in the original Resident Evil and. Like, Resident Evil 3 got rid of a lot of sections and cool stuff. Uh, so, like, it's not... None of these re- reimaginings, uh, I think is a better word, are really 100% with the source material, but so far I'm finding Final Fantasy VII to be at least a little more, like I said, honorific or, or true to the to the source material. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I suppose it's similar to, like, yeah. movies like that get remade. A lot of them, like, expand and, like flesh out things that like the originals the original movie wouldn't mm-hmm. have tackled or whatever it seems like like the grinch like jim carrey in the live action grinch that's yeah, like no, that went like too this far is a, this the is peter, not a this the is peter not jackson a, king kong is like 14 hours long yeah the original's better 
Yeah, it is better, but I still like the Peter Jackson King Kong. He fights like, like four King dinosaurs too, actually. Yeah. for like an hour long. It's just, I, just, just drawn amazing. Out. It's just like the Lord of the Rings movies. Every battle scene is like, this doesn't need to be fucking four hours long. It's important yeah, in the mean, story you're, you're... that Legolas rides people down staircases <laughs> like a skateboard. <laughs> it's important in the story. <laughs> Does he actually do that in one of the Yeah, yeah, movies? there is actually yeah. a scene where he like rides a dead body down a staircase <laughs> at the Battle of Helm's Deep like a skateboard. <laughs> Classic Legolas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah in short final fantasy 7 remake is 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 awesome especially for those who have played crisis core and enjoyed it because the combat's like that except it's 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 a little more like it it gets hectic sometimes watching your other characters and sometimes they behave like fucking idiots and it's just like what are you doing you're just standing in a corner getting beat but it's yeah i i'm, I'm enjoying it a lot like so, so would you recommend that people stuck at home and, you know, running low on money would uh, this is a good investment for them? Well, to... I don't think anyone running low on money should be buying video games. Like, what if it's all know, they have? We're, we're not all like not everyone in the world is getting stimulus packages from the government that's paying their bills. That's very right? true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm very happy with my two recent reimagining purchases, Resident Evil 3 and Final Fantasy 7. Good, good. And it's probably, they could be a lot of nostalgia glasses, but like like uh, another podcast I listened to, the guy was really hesitant about the the action combat, like our good friend Tyson here. And uh, once he started actually playing the game and experiencing it, his mind was instantly changed. So I just I, love I, that I, turn-based. I, I just love I know, that turn-based shit. I know, so. but you, 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 you're the one who showed me Crisis Core and and talked it up and praised it. So just That's think true. of it like like that. And I, I highly recommend playing. Highly well, why, why do you uh, like the turn-based combat? Like I, this is for everybody. I don't really get the t- turn-based because, combat because you can strategize everything. Like you before you go into a battle, like especially if you've died a few times in that one boss or that one battle you're trying to beat. Now, and you've got all this material, you're like rearranging, okay, I want like final attack with Phoenix and I want added effect with with this and I want like double cut with Cloud so that That he... hasn't gone away though. Okay, yeah, but like can you like but how like your your action you and then when when the menu comes up, it's super slow mo. And you can switch between your characters. Once their ATBs are filled, you can switch and make them do certain attacks. Like you, you're still doing that ATB, but there's just action going on during it. Like you attack, your ATB fills faster. You get damage, your limit bar fills. And then once your ATB gauge is filled, or once your limit bar is filled, like you press L2 and you can switch to a character that you're not controlling and give them commands, make them use items or or magic or summon materials. Because each person you have one summon materia slot, and you can equip one summon materia per character. And it just kind of shows up when you're having a hard battle. And then See, you can use, use your ATB thing. Yeah, I find it kind of weird as well, but I get how they do it because then the, the, the enemy comes, the, uh, the summon comes and fights with you in battle. Okay. I, I just fought Shiva in a VR battle thing uh, for this guy doing research. You know how they did that material research in Crisis Core? Uh, yeah, I can't remember a whole lot about it, but well, there's, go there's on. Like that, yeah, <laughs> like Hojo's doing the material research in Crisis Core. So there's this kid that's like, he's in all, like the, he's always in one of the towns and you can like, you do like kind of mini quests for him and he gives okay. you materia. He develops materia for you and he does uh, uh summon materia. So I just fought Shiva and I luckily had 
Ifrit, and I got into enough uh, hot water with her that Ifrit came out, and it was like, holy crap, sweet. So I'd save all my ATBs to use Ifrit's attacks, and I finally beat her, because without that, I, I was struggling hard. Did I hear you say that you did a battle in VR? Like, is that virtual reality, or is that like a virtual reality it's a, it's simulator a, in the game? It's in the game. It's to okay, collect okay. Uh, like uh, battle data. Okay, okay. It's, I I, Tyson, I just this is something I, I I really hope you can just take your cynic glasses off and enjoy for <laughs> what it is. Well, I'll, I'll probably give it a go. I'm probably gonna wait. Um, because right now the price of it is so crazy that I'm not going to buy it right now. Yeah, and if you you, know, you keep your hands clean, I'll lend you the art book. <laughs> yeah. I'll try not to. I'll try not to. Well, see, that's that's what I want. I want that deluxe because I want the art book. Yeah, how is how is the art book? That would be big, something. But it's hardcover, which is nice. Okay, it's, it's only like it that. Oh, yeah, it's the same size as the game case, right? Because it comes okay. in like the box. Uh, it, it comes with like a regular plastic case and a steel book because I don't personally like steel books on my shelf because they, yeah, okay. they're bigger and it bothers me seeing that one game yeah, case okay. taller than the others. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, because of how much I love the game, I'm probably going to give it a good honest go and I'll probably, I'll probably the first whatever. If, if, this, if this version like this part of the remake is only one of three parts or however the hell they're going to do it, I'll, I'll probably get to the end of it and then I'll make a choice from there. Yeah, I'm definitely well, gonna I give just, it a go because this game is a is a huge part of my life from forever. Exactly, dude. So, and I, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling really good when I play it. I I'm I'm remembering things. I'm enjoying like the the reimagining the bigger storyline. The, the like it's it's come to it with an open mind and and kind of maybe just take off the nostalgia glasses and and see it as a as a new part of the Final Fantasy VII world. I understand that like that turn-based combat system was a product of the time and like the technology limitations. Like I, you know, you yeah. can't have 40, you know, there just wasn't like the processing power to have 40 people on the screen at one time. Right. You know, so you had to have everything kind of stopped and slow and one person attack and only have two or three enemies on the screen at one time. Yeah. Uh, like I, I got another I, JRPG not long ago and it's, it's action. It's action turn-based yeah. just like this is. I think yeah. it's just the way turn-based systems work now. Yeah, like I don't I, – I, I understand why a developer right now with like how video games are and like how realistic and how fast they move. Like how, if you ever release a game with turn-based combat and you, you release it and anybody who's not familiar or hasn't played a lot of turn-based combat games is kind of going to go, what the hell? Like – well, there's a big, big market for tactics style games, right? Like Final Fantasy Tactics. And they, see, I they didn't still like put those games ones. like that. Out. Yeah, but that's that's super turn based, including your movements, right? It's yeah. more like like chess. But yeah. like, there's there's a few games like that out. But like, you know, people want those games. But people those games are still games. crazy popular in Japan, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what like this is a JRPG, but it's just an action JRPG. Yeah. But it's still a JRPG. Like it's super anime sometimes. Yeah. And like <laughs> Cloud's just such an aloof jerk. It was so satisfying to see him like smile in this one scene when they're making jokes. He's just kind of like, <laughs> and then he's just, were you smiling? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Do you know this what I would like to see them remake or reimagine? Uh, Metal Gear Solid, the, uh, I think it's uh, Snake Eater? Oh, yeah, MGS3. With the, where yeah, where with your big boss in the 60s during the Cold War? Oh, cool. I, I it, that's the one where you got to fight like all those different like the sorrow and yeah. fucking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I yeah, that's a love good that game. game. That's and that's, a solid yeah, game. Yeah. And that's one of those games that has, like, kind of, like, the weirdo controls that would normally turn me off. Tank controls. Like, They've got that tank yeah. control shit. But you know what? I can tell you that's not going to happen anytime soon because Kojima is the mastermind behind that, and him and Konami are, on like, not on speaking terms. So it's just, yeah. like, people are hopeful for a good uh, a good game from Konami, period. Uh, they're just probably <laughs> barking up their own fucking tree. <laughs> The only one didn't I ever just released. Didn't it? Uh, oh no, I guess that's Capcom. I was gonna say, didn't it like a like a Street Fighter just get like reissued or something? That's, yeah, Capcom is in a renaissance right now, man. Capcom is just killing it in the gaming industry. It's it's they're doing great. Now Konami owns a bunch of health clubs and gyms, so they don't fucking care. And Pachinko Machines, they had like a video release of like Silent Hill 2, and it's all like HD and super pretty and high-res graphics, and then it pans out and it's for a fucking Pachinko Machine. <laughs> and it's just like, sweet, cool, yeah, every Silent Hill fan is going to flock to Japan and go to a Konami fucking resort and gamble on set. No. They want to play James Sunderland dealing with like the shit of killing his wife. Oh, with sexual did, did, did you see today, Sid, that the guy who played... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Haddad, the, yeah. the original Leon. Yeah, yeah, man, he's original, yeah Leon Kennedy, he died. At like 56. Yeah, it's super young, yeah. Yeah, man. That was like, that was my first fucking, uh, one of my first video game heroes was Leon Kennedy. Was it and COVID? seeing people like die in their 60s is depressing because I'm going to be like 39. Yeah, that's see, like, I know I'm going to die in my 60s, but I've come to terms with <laughs> that like, over the last 15 years of alcohol and drug abuse. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can turn my body into a cyborg for real. <laughs> well, you're and halfway I will, And I will never die. <laughs> I, I know, right? say that. I'm I know, only right? 25 years from that age. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, man. you got to freaking be worried you, there. When you, when you say it like that, it's like when you're like, oh, I'm 35, you're like, ah, I got lots of time. And then <laughs> <laughs> Only twenty five from sixty. You're like, ooh, fuck. It's, it's I mean, sixty's not man. old. Like sixty's not no, old. Not That's a long time, though. Like twenty five so. years is a really long. See, because like, see, how it was my birthday. I always got a little uh, introspective. I, I don't even think I said the number thirty seven at all yesterday. Uh, no, because it's like you know, it, it it can mess with you. But the the more I think about it, it's like wow, like. 37 years was a long time. Mm. Very, very long time. People say, like, oh, life is short. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is very much drug out. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, it's only short. It seems short because I think as, as the, the longer it goes, the, the faster it goes. And then yeah, all of a sudden. it's all relative, right? Yeah, like all of a sudden, like there's, there's like, you know, at first, when you turn 20, 20 years is your entire life. When you turn 40, 20 years is only half your life and then yeah. and so on and so on until you're like you know like my grandmother who's like 91 years old and she's like eh, i've seen it all everyone i know is dead <laughs> you, know, like, you know she's like man i've had a good life for you i always get it i always get uh introspective just because i always worry that i'm gonna like not do everything that i want to do before i die that, you gotta that accept always, that, that reality me. Yeah, because you know it's not going to happen. That's that's true. It is, and and that that makes me kind of sad and impressed. There you go. Cheers. Shots. Yeah, All I right. saw Eric pouring one. All right. Okay. 
twist. I'm just going to keep the Pink voice. Whitney on the table now. It's stupid getting up to the freezer. Oh, fuck. That was a lot more Pink Whitney than I wanted to pour. Wow, you need oh, it. never was more it than you wanted to pour. You're, that's actually a good slogan for them. It's never more than you, you wanted want to pour. pour. <laughs> fucking rhymes. I don't think you can say that stuff anymore. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. They don't care. They didn't fucking email us back. They're not interested in our support. Or I will keep drinking it. I'm gonna keep drinking it because it's good shit. I don't know. That's I think right. when I'm, I'm when I've done this bottle, I'm gonna go back to Rome. What? When I've done uh, this bottle, not I'm on Friday still. nights. Yeah, not on yeah, Friday nights. Just we drinking sh- Pink Whitney every day now. Actually, no. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, and now wait this a minute. Is this, what? This is what the same bottle from when we were here. Uh, Appleton's. Really, I drink one of these oh. every Friday. <laughs> you drink a whole, yeah. Well, you know, only like two thirds of my body works. So, and yeah, well, the shitty two thirds, I guess. Clearly, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't give up the pink Whitney, man. It's part of the, it's part of the pod now. It, this yeah, if you don't drink it when we're talking, then you don't talk. They're not paying us. To Doesn't drink matter. Their liquor. We drink it because we love it. Well, we it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I don't hate I it. Love, I love uh, Appleton's rum. You know what? If Pink Whitney walked into the room, I wouldn't be like, oh, great, Pink Whitney's here. I'd be like, oh, hey, cool, look, Pink Whitney showed up. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be like, hey, man, I wish you looked like good. Appleton's rum. <laughs> Appleton's rum is super smooth and oh, was so like good. the drink of my late teenage years. Yeah, <sighs> fuck. Hell yeah, it was, man. Fuck, Appleton's Pink rum Pink. is good, though. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Appleton's, you guys, Appleton's, you hear that? Appleton's rum is delicious. <laughs> do, do, you guys, do you guys think of a particular person when you think of Pink Whitney? Like, did you guys know a Whitney? And is there one that comes to mind whenever you say that name or think about that bottle? Uh, yeah, Ryan Whitney. Uh, a hockey player. <laughs> That's such a hard-on for dudes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Man, it's, it's his... Okay, Pink Whitney is called Pink Whitney because Ryan Whitney's favorite drink was vodka mixed with pink lemonade. Yeah, well, as someone who doesn't care... Okay. You get less cool, man. Are you, you saying you? Cool. <laughs> no, I just I get reminded of this girl that I knew as this Whitney girl that I knew, and she was just like this kind of like stuck up, pretentious rich bitch. And I just anytime I'm like, oh, Pink Whitney, that's just. Eh. Well, you want that? I enjoy the drink. Yeah, but I, just, I do not think yeah, of I'm, uh, I'm, a manly hockey player punching people in the mouth when I drink this. I just I've, I've known like some a, pretty like a pretentious, pretentious girl too. from like elementary school. Yeah. Is this the millennial version of an Arnold Palmer? Is that what this is? It might be. <laughs> I thought I thought a porn star was the millennial you know version of the Arnold Palmer. That's okay. No, that, that's that's old school stuff, and we're zennials at least, or whatever. Zennials, so zennials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at C Potterface has already clued us in on this. Thankfully, examinals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He already <laughs> clued us in. <laughs> Thankfully, he did. This is no longer a debate. We he, we've sorted it. Well, he did. Thanks, C. Potter. <laughs> so we're we're exennials. I was actually like, surprised I didn't see uh, Ad Shrew One chiming up on on anything from the last episode. We must have been. Uh... No, no, he did. Yeah, he, he tried. Did? He chimed in. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess I should, I should probably unmute him from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just the day before we record, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he say? I totally missed it. I'm getting to it right now. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I got off really easy with my lambasting of Tim Burton. And his... Oh, man. Dude, that was crazy. Dude, he, did, he, didn't even, he didn't even fucking talk about that. Man, no, but nobody lambasted you for that. 
Yeah, I'm okay. surprised I got out of that. I thought I'd be spitting chiclets uh, <laughs> as I look at the Pig nice. Whitney bottle. <laughs> yeah, nice, the, uh, nice pull. Nice pull. At, at shoot one said fact check. Uh, Eric and I both had 92 and 93 World Series sweaters, and he, uh, at shoot one also had a 92 frame team photo, which he linked in the tweet. Then he said, it's the best show so far, boys. Hilarious. Eric all teed up on Gronk. <laughs> and then he said, I don't know oh, if yeah, Eric we remembers. Did we go off on Gronk? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He said, uh, I don't know if Eric remembers him and I coming out of Turtles in 90 throwing pure turtle spin kicks. We saw that in the falls. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Spin kick? Daniels, I want to see you do a spin kick when we're allowed to leave the house. And well, hopefully we're never allowed to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> and he said uh, that I'm correct. Uh, I was correct. Krang is in the new movie. And actually he said the, the newest Michael Bay Ninja Turtles was kind of a love letter to the cartoon, which kind of makes me want to watch it. It's not. And he's wrong. Oh, well, <laughs> you can you can deal with that shoe. Yeah, that I, I, I will. I will. I'll add that on to the Smallville pile that I'm going to deal with when he gets over here. <laughs> and then he said, uh, fact check, Spielberg had no involvement in Forrest Gump. And then he said, fact Isn't check. He the executive on executive producer? No involvement, yeah, according to the fact it? checker. The official fucking fact checker. So all right, all right. I don't question the official fact checker. Uh, and then he said, fact check on Ernest. So I know the character Ernest and Vern, who he, who he references, started in TV commercials, but which product I can't recall, but, but at Tin Can Blues, I am right. The first IMDB credit for Ernest is Ernest Goes to Camp. That's what I said. Yeah, it was like 86. Yeah. So yeah, that's he had a lot of fact checks, man. How the fuck did I miss all this? <laughs> it's it's hard to follow sometimes. I still don't understand Twitter though because I'm old and lame. Yeah, well, no, because it, it would have popped up on my little bell thing. Yeah, because I, I, I get when he posts anything. Like he'll post something that I don't care about, and I'll be like, get a notification. Well, I follow too many people to see like tweets as they happen. I, I, well, I, I need to I do subscribe a to him or whatever though. Like I want notifications from him and from like our podcast and see Potter, the people that actually, you know, interact with us. I only get notifications from anybody who actually directly like replies to something I said, or replies to one of my replies or that kind of thing. Like that's the only time yeah. I get an alert. So, uh, because he tags your at shoot run, he tags all of us and yeah. the podcast. So I get it on like three, like three Twitter accounts. So <laughs> I get them all. I read them. <laughs> but yeah, I he was try like, to read them too. I guess I don't know. I guess I was asleep <laughs> at the wheel. Yeah, Instagram guy. That's what happens when you live under Rick a COVID not, regime, this, man. It's he's not, uh, even, he's not even listening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite a time, man. Like I had to go to work a couple of times, and actually I worked like a full day this. You week. had to go to work again this week. Yeah, I worked two days this week, and I worked like a full day, and then I worked like just like a couple hours. What but, were like, you doing? Like, what did you I, have to do this I, week? Oh man, I did a ton of shit. One day, I put in a tub. Uh, I bet I you hooked, did. Oh yeah, I put in a tub. I <laughs> moved a bunch of water lines. I moved a bunch of drain lines, and I. Uh, oh fuck that! That's it. But it's a fucking. At the end were of the day, you, it's a lot of work. Were you working at my boss's place yesterday? No. 
Oh, your van was outside. Oh, I was working at Sam's across the street. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Because I was like, huh, Tyson's here. I'm just coming here to clock out and close the windows so I can leave and enjoy the sun. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, was, I, was, I was like really looking forward to being able to rub it in your face. Yeah, no, I was not there. Yes. I was across the street. But yeah, like it was, it was a lot of work where I was. And that's where I like um, our esteemed colleague at Squeed, he's took the asbestos abatement course. And uh, so anytime I encounter, like it's construction, man, you encounter some stuff sometimes that you're just not sure of. So I was cutting in a bath fan in a ceiling in a probably a 1970s building. And so when the insulation started falling out and I went, you know, you know, that looks a little bit like, well, I went like, that looks a little bit like vermiculite. Like I've seen vermiculite and I've seen not vermiculite. And I, you know, I, I don't. If you put both in front of me, I wouldn't know the difference right now, but I've seen them both and I kind of went, oh, that looks a little asbestos-y. <laughs> so yeah, I went and got yeah. my mask and I, that's when I sent you all the pictures and you were kind enough to reply that I was most likely safe to continue on cutting. Yeah, I'd say it was like an 80 to 90%. That was, that was just, uh, it wasn't vermiculite. It, it kind of looked suspicious, but... It's really hard to tell just from a picture, like the feel of it matters. And like also anytime you're working in an attic around insulation, especially someplace that's 50 years old, wear a fucking mask regardless. Yeah. Like just, yeah. just, you know, keep, keep your filters updated. And anytime you're working in an environment like that, it doesn't matter if it's clean, there's no asbestos. You're also breathing in 50 years of dirt and dust. Yeah, and, and dust and glass and fucking DCs yeah, so like, and who knows I, what. So always wear a mask in those I, situations. I poked a hole in the ceiling and like, you know, sometimes stuff isn't going to start just falling out of the hole if it's, if it's like, you know, just like pink Panthers, you know, that pink Panther stuff. But like, if, if you poke a hole, like I poked a hole and I cut a little bit and it was like (laughs) immediately just like shit falling out of the ceiling. And I went, ah, let's go get some masks. Like this is going to be interesting. And anytime, man, if I work with Roxel for too long, I get nosebleeds just cause it's, it gets India. Yeah. Like, well, you like should it. just, you should always, always, always working in attics, wear a mask. Yeah. Hey, Tyson, yeah. is there like a specialized, like a cleaner that you use for cleaning, like say a shower? Like I, I know, I know how to clean a shower. I know about, <laughs> but you're a plumber. So I figured there was like a specific but he's thing a that you I don't clean showers, but Dude, nobody, yeah, nobody no, pays people a hundred dollars <laughs> an hour to clean up their mess. Is that what a plumber does? Most my of the time, come my, over and clean my shower or plumb my bathroom. That's <laughs> not, listen, this was a, this is a serious inquiry. Okay, yeah, it must be something one. that's so. No, so you're looking to get rid of like any like the rusty sort of stains, right? Yeah, now? C- CLR, yeah. buddy, CLR. That'll do it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep, it that's doesn't do it. I've used, C- I've <laughs> used CLR, and you're wrong. Well, you don't know how to use it, right? Fucking let her sit, bud, for a long time. There's also acid that you can get. uh, What? What is it called? I can't remember. There's an acid you can buy at home hardware. Just don't breathe it or touch it. Real acid? It is real acid. Muriatic acid. acid. So I want to see goggles on, people. See, these were helpful responses. We did not not, need to Do not buy that and use it. Do not buy it and use it. Jesus Christ, you'll put an eye out. Oh, (laughs) Unless you're wearing your safety goggles. The yeah. goggles do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like uh, people most of the time don't, don't like, uh, I will clean up if I'm working somewhere because it's just disrespectful to leave where you've been working. Yeah. Yeah. But, but sometimes like if it's a big, huge 
big destruction of the place, the, the most of the time they're like, you're a lot of money to clean this up. So that's what GCs and laborers yeah. are for. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what usually, like, or the homeowner, like a lot of yeah. times a homeowner will be like, no, I don't, I don't want you cleaning up because you'll be here for an hour and I'm, you're getting billed out at what, like a hundred and something dollars an hour. I have no idea what I'm getting billed out as. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, but they do. <laughs> they probably have a better idea than me. Yeah. I yeah. No, but like they don't, don't want ask, someone just, cleaning for that. Yeah. You know, I would imagine I, I don't blame them. I would imagine it's not, it's, it would be worth it for them just to do it themselves probably. I know, I know Joseph isn't listening to this, but shout out to him. He almost always cleans up his fucking wire trimmings because Sparkies are the worst for it. Sparkies like are so can bad. Little pieces, they, they just, because they have so many little bits of Yeah, well, like they're wire. stripping wires and cutting that, like all that paper that's leave. in the BX wire. They just throw it everywhere. They're like, hey, I'm making twice as much money as you and uh, see ya. Fuck off. Clean up my like, shit. You know what? Usually but when jo- I'm sweeping Joey up, is awesome. Usually when I'm sweeping up my shit, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Here's a bunch of fucking BX fucking like oh, right. build, like i just like sweep or it the, up with my shit the fucking punch outs from electrical boxes yeah. those things don't fucking sweep no they're like suck, you got a pocket full of money yeah. the fucking day man i hate yeah. that's one thing i hate about being a general contractor is like you don't think there's a lot on the plate of someone who's not a trade until you're like in charge of a job and it's it works. everything isn't you have to deal with everything there are days where i run around and I've got one task and I'm there for nine hours and I get nothing done of my own work to do because I'm like working with sub trades or like, Oh, at the end of the day, everyone's gone. It's a fucking disaster. I have to clean up now. You know, like the best, the best thing is when you, when you start working with like other trades or other contractors that like where you're like, you're like minded about that kind of shit. Because like when I was working at your boss's house, with you and Aiden and like fucking lots of other people there, but pretty much I think Aiden was the guy running the show. Uh, he would go, okay, like I want a clean site. And I go, well, I want a fucking clean site too. I don't like having a fucking messy site. So at the end of the day, like four o'clock, you know, instead of like just fucking off at five o'clock and leaving shit, a complete fucking disaster, we would, I'll start cleaning up at like, you know, quarter after four or something like that. And we'd be shooting the shit and all this kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's nice when you're like minded like that because the whole job site runs smoothly when everybody wants a clean job site and everybody knows you're not fucking around, just picking up sticks and sh- you're, you're fucking trying to keep the job site clean. Everybody, you, you, know, you show up to a job site the next morning and it's a fucking disaster. That motivation gets cut in half. Yeah. Well, you go in the next ready. day and it's like, okay, sweet. It's clean. It's tidy. The tools are organized. You're not looking for shit. It, it, your day becomes, Starts okay, good. here's eight hours of an hour and a half of fucking around, looking for stuff, having to clean up where you're working. Or it goes straight into work. Eight o'clock, you have your little tailboard for 10 minutes. Everyone gets to work. At the end of the day, everyone spends half an hour, 15 minutes, really, if it's all hands on deck. 10, 15 minutes to clean a job site if you've got, yeah, even with some trades. It's not hard. Like, if you just, yeah. like, how much do you really get done between 4.30 and 5 o'clock anyway? Because at 4.30, you're already starting to check out because it's almost the end of the day. You're that's kind- when work accidents happen, man. That's when yeah. I cut my fingertip off. Like, that's... When, when so, you're thinking about anything else. 
4.30, drop the tools and start cleaning up. Put your tools away nice. Like, put it all away properly. So, you like, don't just fucking throw it in your tool bag. Put your tools away properly. Yeah, put your batteries on charge. Put all your shit. Sweep the room so it's not fucking when you walk in there. It's a, it it looks shit, you know, like. Yeah. Even, like, it's it's good practice because if you're working at a a customer's house and and you're in their, like, a construction site is messy by nature, just how it is. But, but when a, if you're working at a customer's house and at, at five, at five thirty, and all the construction is workers are gone and they walk downstairs and it's fucking spickety span clean. They're like, ah, oh. you know, who gets oh. recommended, you know, yeah. who gets appreciated and respected <laughs> that, that people like, man, before I became like a foreman, I, I, I'd be working on jobs and people would just drop their tools and like, okay, sweet. And I'd be sitting there like finishing up my task. Everyone would be sitting in the parking lot. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to clean up. And then I'd come down and I'd see like there's shit in the parking lot. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just waiting for you to finish. It's like, well, there's fucking work to do. I wasn't in a position where I could be like, well, who's, who's on the magnet? Who's sweeping? Who's doing this? This place looks like shit. This is a functioning hotel. We can't just like, oh, well, be here tomorrow, whatever. It doesn't fucking work that way when it's open to the public. You can't do that. And like, man, like it's, it's brutal. Being you, a have, you have a lot of you have a lot of lazy people on your sites then that don't want to. None like, of them do for us anymore. No, oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. No. So, uh, Tyson. Yes, sir. That's that apocalypse now viewing coming. Yeah, I, Ooh, yeah. I looked at it on iTunes again. Oh my god! You know what? <laughs> if, if Amazon wasn't delaying shipments, I would buy that fucking movie for you so you could watch it. But since it's it'll not, take like it'll sit in Mississauga for a week or so, yeah, well, uh, I'm not gonna bother. Yeah, well, it's not like you'd ever watch it. If you I'm gonna watch it. Anyway. It's just a, it's just a matter of time. You could have watched it like one and a half times by now in the last you two weeks. Could easily watched it one and a half times. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's about what isn't it? It's it's about like it's three hours. It's about three 120. Hours. You know what? That's hours. really what's turning me off about it. There's, there's like, fuck, I got to dedicate like a shit. It's not like, that's 9.30. I'll throw it on. You know, it's like 9.30. Well, fuck, I'm not throwing it on Watch now. it at one and a half times speed. Just like oh. everybody listens to our Do you podcast. do that? Do you do that? No. What? No, I, do, I can't do that with movies. I, I do it with podcasts sometimes because there's a few podcasts that I listen to, true crime ones, and they, well, then he grabbed them. And I'm just like, dude, you're talking like a fucking sloth. This is an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. I can cut it down to an hour and not be overwhelmed. Like, so, I don't know. Like the podcast podcast. I find they talk so slowly yeah. just to like get two episodes, two 40 minute episodes out of one story. And it's like, you know, if you guys just did like a 55 minute podcast and spoke like regular human beings, I'd be happier. Yeah. Fair enough. A conspiracy podcast. I think is perfectly timed, though. They're, I don't know if it's the same guys, but they they broadcast on the same network. That yeah, no, I, I listen to that one. That one, that one, and the villains one. I don't feel I need to listen to fast, but like cults and I can't remember the other one. I okay, too many. That, that conspiracy one. This timing is just like like, and their back and forth is so good. Do you think they're gonna do an episode about the coronavirus being a fraud or fake? probably? Well, they've been doing, they've been doing like the cults one has been doing daily, uh, uh, daily cult predictions that never panned out. And I feel like it's probably due to the pandemic because any cult that was like, we're going to be succumbed to a mass sickness in 2020 is just like fucking membership through the roof right now. Wow. (laughs) Interesting. Well, I don't know. Are there any cults that uh, predicted a grand sickness in 2020? Because anyone that did is doing well. 
you have to wait until like at least 2025, 2030, and then the movies will start coming out. Yeah. But they'll be greatly sensationalized. Although I remember when 9 11 happened, it, they waited like, what, five years before? Yeah, there was a movie. But it's something like that, man. Because there was Flight 93, I think, was the first movie. That yeah. was pretty soon after 9 11. Yeah. And then, but, but I mean, that was more of like a, that was a TV movie. I don't think that was in theaters. No, right? Nicolas Cage was in Flight 9 11. No, 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 Cage was in the movie was called World Trade Center. Yeah, it was, yeah, well, there was still a movie. There was yeah. another one that was like flight. Yeah, there was. Oh, it was before. You're right. You're right. It was before. But and, I think uh, that was a movie movie too. I don't know. Like, I know like the World movie. Trade Center was like I've never seen it, but like you know, I on principle I didn't see it. And I was like, I don't want to. It's not it, I've seen wanna... it. It's not good for like an Oliver Stone okay. movie. No. I just went like a fucking lot of people lost their life. I'm not gonna fucking watch a movie about it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. There's I, so I many guess I watch a war like movie. I, mean, I yeah, guess I watch so a war movie, but like exactly that, right? that one like, hits. That one hits pretty close to home because I saw it happen. You don't. You don't Weren't watch you talking last episode. Were you talking last episode about how Call of Duty World War Two is the shit? Yeah. He yeah, but I said happened though. Uh, yeah, but you're—I don't know. Like you're—you're you're playing a game there. You're it's not, different when you're blowing people up with your own it's, fingers. It's like it's cartoons, you know. See, these are like, those lines that are drawn in the sand. Yeah, it's—it's it's, it's a gray area, man. I don't know. I'm okay but, with this, but ooh, this affects me slightly differently. So not so. I guess okay with at, at the time when World Trade Center came out, I just went like, nah, it's fucking Dude. distasteful, man. Like, what? So am you, I making a movie? Someone made a dream about flying 740s, like dreams the, for PS4. They made one where you get to fly a plane at the World Trade Centers, and people reported it, and it got took, taken down. And I'm like, okay, first off, it was probably poorly made, so it Wait, was. Wait, that actually happened? That's the true thing? That's the true thing. But, like, oh, so fuck, it was okay. probably poorly yeah. made, because if it's just, if it's someone just throwing shit together, like Newgrounds did, or Miniclip, or not Miniclip, but Newgrounds did that shit a lot, yeah. or just something thrown together to be offensive, but, like, if it was someone taking time to like make it seem like, oh shit, I'm flying a plane into a building, then it shouldn't be taken down because it's fucking freedom of expression. If you're going to be offended from it, don't fucking play it or watch yeah, it. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming like, with all like flight simulators, you can like crash your plane. I don't know if you can yeah. crash them into a building. I, I, well, you can because there's buildings. Yeah, in, in like flight simulators, I guess so. I, I think it's more with like a movie like World Trade Center. I, like I don't think like like someone like Oliver Stone making that movie. It's not like um, it, you know. I mean, it's it's you're you're looking for that that uh, that story coming out of you know this this tragedy of you know because oh, yeah, I, yeah. it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But it's about like like Nick Cage, like it's a group of firefighters, right? It's yeah, about like yeah. their plight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and they get trapped and shit. And everyone in the states is going to want a hero movie about that, right? And if it's not yeah. going to be a straight up hero movie where it's like, yeah, America still comes out on top, then nobody's going to nobody's going to have time for it. That's what America wants. They want a movie where America is amazing and number. Oh one. man, they've got like a hundred coronavirus hero movies lined up, probably already. Probably. Darn, probably <laughs> man, Hollywood is probably buying up rights to fucking people's lives right now. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Fucking, they're probably buying up the rates to Donald Trump's stupid press conferences. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, but that's what Hollywood does. So, like, look, look at a movie like Captain Phillips. Yeah. Say, yeah, they right? buy like, the rights it, to that. 
story. It's that's like yeah, they they bought the rights to that story, but I mean, isn't that like a story that's worth telling? Like like to to get and obviously like you know certain scenes are going to be dramatized, you know, for Hollywood and blah blah blah, but. You're like, are you not watching a movie like that and being like, fuck, like, like the sky, like, you know, like, aren't you? Holy shit, yeah. Movies are supposed to make you feel, yeah, right? Like, so, so then, every, so then, there's, there's really no subject matter that should be like absolutely not, absolutely not. We've had movies about the Holocaust. Yeah, we've had movies about like Catholic priests and you know their shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, and these are stories. I mean, you if you're if you're going in to World Trade Center being like, you know, I know what I'm here to see, you know, then you're a piece of shit and you shouldn't be at that movie. Yes, yes. You know, but if you're going in being like, you know, like, like, like this shit happened and, and we need to know that this shit happened so that we can Mm -hmm. convey to, you know, the next generation, you know, this is like, like this shit happens. Yeah, and, and 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 sometimes it takes a, a director like Oliver Stone, who you know, isn't going to bullshit you. I mean, I just didn't like it just because the way it was shot. And yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but, you know, like I, I like a lot of weird art house movies that make me feel really, really uncomfortable. And there are yeah. ones where I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, this is this is not for me. I like, I do not want to view this. And it's and the subject matter isn't even necessarily something that's like you know, aggrandizing tragedy or anything. Sometimes it can be mm. so simple as like the way two humans interact with each other that just is so off-putting right. or so sick There's, or the way yeah. someone feels, you know, like we, we, we consume this media for an emotional response. And if you don't like the, the, the emotional response, it doesn't mean that it's bad outright or shouldn't be viewed. It just means that it's not for you. And there's nothing right. wrong with accepting that it might be for some people, but it's not for you. There's apparently a, a war movie... And it's not like Saving Private Ryan or any Hollywood thing. It's called Come and See, and I think it's out of Russia or something like that. And it's, hang on, I'll try and figure it out. But uh, it's, yeah, I think it's out of Russia. But it's it's apparently like the most brutal movie anybody's ever seen about World War II. Okay. And, I know. And I haven't. I was like, I, but you can't find it. Like it's like, good luck finding it. Like you got 1985 find... war drama, two and a half hours long, there 8.3 on IMDb, 97% yep. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Wow, it's apparently holy. pretty damn good, but it's apparently disgustingly brutal. Like where like you're, you might get a little bit fucked up watching it. Like that, that's that kind of movie. Yeah. It's about the Germans taking over a small Russian city. That's going to be nasty. They were mm-hmm. fucking nasty. But apparently it's like, it's, it's, that's war, man. Like, you know, it's not that is war. It's not it's not like the Hollywood like it's sensationalized where all the main characters somehow live and like there's lots of people dying and it's there's all a lot of like rough parts of like Schindler's List and like I was just yeah, gonna yeah. say that yeah, yeah those that, are those are is, hard to is, watch man yeah, yeah I've seen that movie one and a half times and it's like. Like that's not a movie that I'll ever go back to. To Schindler's watch. List or Saving Private Ryan? Uh, Schindler's List. I love yeah. Saving Private Ryan because there's like there is that Hollywood element where like you, you know there's certain points that I find you know like comedic and 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 whatnot. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Um, but um, they just throw Schindler's those like Schindler's List. Uh, what once you've seen a kid hiding in a toilet getting shit on. 
it's uh it's you know it, it's no hard to go back, back to that and be yeah. like you know what that's a sunday afternoon i'll watch yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we had yeah, to watch, watch that in social studies class I, yeah. went on a, I went on a big like indie film kick and watch a lot of things that like are a lot of the time it seems to be about like children and really abusive or really fucked up living situations and like you know you watch it just to be like okay well where's this really going and sometimes it's just it's too much sometimes it's like whoa this is this is this is this is a little extreme like there's a you know there's there's lots of films like that and sometimes sometimes it works for people sometimes you know you want that not because it's what you're after to view but because it's it's making you change your your position or opening your eyes to something that you didn't really realize was was real like if things can make you uh, it's it's hard to put into words with the, the, yeah. the feelings that movies and films can emote, regardless of whether the the subject matter is appropriate. Well, I think they they emote and they make you feel like anything, like every kind of emotion. You can those are the best kind of movies where you can feel any kind, like all the emotions in in like one movie. That's the best kind of movie. You know what's a good one is Ladder Forty Nine for yeah, emotions. I guess that's probably like um, not really super emotional, dude. But I was like, wow, fuck, that's a, it's a pretty emotional movie right there. Yeah. Um, you know, like he's, he's got his like life and his family and, you know, like it, it starts out like the first scene is him like in the building that's burning down around him. And it was a good movie, that one. I just finished a book for my, uh, that's the last book I had to read for my children's literature class. And it's called Daniel's Story. And it's basically about this kid who like lives through the, lives through the worst parts of the Holocaust and he's like a Polish Polish Jew and he just it's basically his travels through all the ghettos and the concentration camps of of um, wartime Poland and Auschwitz and Germany and it's it was uh, I cried a bunch of times reading that book and it's it's pretty disturbing but it's a book that was made for children really but yeah but yeah it's yeah it's it's just chill it's considered a children's novel Leave it to a Canadian to put something that bleak out and give it to kids. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Which, yeah, which I guess as a, like an educational kind of book for children, I kind of, I kind of see the point, but at the same time, it's kind of like, wow. Like, what, Aren't why all there stories about children going through war? Like, I guess, I, 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 guess so. I, I read one of her books, like, Fuck was it? I can't remember. I like I recognize the the, the author name. Carol, Carol uh, Maddox. Most of her stuff, yeah. I think most yeah. of her stuff is kind of super depressing. Kids go yeah. through all this shit. I think so, yeah. But yeah, that was the last book we had to read for like uh, like class, and so I guess it made it made it a little even harder because we're kind of fucking trapped inside. And I'm not equating what I'm going through with <laughs> that even yeah. a little bit. But, it's, but, at this, but I'm not even a little bit, not even remotely. But <laughs> at the same time. Like the emotion I felt reading that was, I guess, em- like, like, you had a lot of emphasized, emphasized, yeah, but it yeah, was, was emphasized because, like, just because of the kind of like distance that we're all experiencing right now. Not that it's anywhere near anything that happened in that book, or any, any equate to anything that happened to that. But, like, it's just, uh, like, it, I, I think it affected me more. It gives you something to relate to, however yeah. insignificant that yeah, relation is. You can still, you can. It kind of puts you in a. It it helps put you in someone else's shoes. Absolutely, yes. Well, that's, that's, that's at least kind of a, movie. Sorry, it's a very it's a very good book. I do recommend 
It, but it is, it's bleak, and it's about the Holocaust. Go ahead, Eric. Well, I was just going to say that's, um, you know, that's why I go into a movie or a book, you know, hoping that it's going to elicit, like, like that kind of an emotion, like, you know, because you can't, you know, and, and I think maybe, like, I watch and read things like that almost as, like, um, well, they had to go through it, so the least I can do is you know, like listen to their story and right. Well, if something can elicit like a, like a shifted your opinion too, it's, it, it can, you know, the smallest things can make the biggest impacts in our lives. And, and sometimes it's just something that kind of, you could, you could watch a movie and it could change your perspective and it could change the way you live the rest of your life. Something so small as just a film, right? Oh, hundred percent. I remember the first time I watched, um, it's called All Quiet on the Western Front, and it's about, uh, like, uh, a few uh, German uh, soldiers who, you know, they were in school and the war starts. So, of course, you know, they happy-go-lucky sign up, and, you know, you, you go through the movie with their story. And I think I was in grade nine when I first saw that movie, and it was like I had always very much been into, you know, war and you know, but it was always like those happy-go-lucky Marines coming home. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you see that movie, and I, like the last scene is like I think it's like a day before, like you know, they're supposed to go home, and like the one, like like one of the main characters gets killed, and and it just it totally flipped the script on what I thought about when I thought about like you know war, like well, it, well, it humanizes the the quote unquote monsters, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's absolutely. on a side, and everyone's in a situation. And these, you know, a lot of people that signed up to be in, in that regime weren't thinking about the regime. They were like, "Oh, my country needs me. Shit, I better jump yeah. to it." You know, not thinking about what's actually happening, just thinking like, "Oh, well, my country needs me. Like, what am I to do? I'm a young, able-bodied man, and yeah. I will stand for my country." Yeah. Yeah. There's a great scene in uh, Band of Brothers, if you've ever seen it, where um, it's like uh, they just invaded Normandy or, and uh, they pass like a bunch of like these captured German soldiers and one of the guys is like, where are you from, son? And he like, you know, the guy's like, he says somewhere like Iowa and he's like, what the fuck? And, you know, like, <laughs> you know, you had American boys who were going over to Germany to, you know, sign up because, you know, they... Iowa. <laughs> That's that Spielberg. Is it, no, it's true. No, it's true. Right? It's true. It's, it's very true. Mm. But that, that's that. That's that uh, Spielberg produced miniseries, right? Spielberg Hanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you have. The, do you have that? I feel like I, I do have it. it. Were, okay, I must have watched it when you were living with me. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I, I remember like the tin box, like it's a metal box set that you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, yeah. I have it like it. opens like a fucking you know. Yeah. Yeah, that that was really solid actually. I was I was yeah. kind of obsessive about World War Two back in those days too. Oh man, it used to be all about World War Two. I still have like and an then, 18 and book hardcover series on Nazi Germany. Yeah. And it all ended when man. I saw Platoon for the first time. Once I saw Platoon, Vietnam became like the conflict that No shit. Yeah, I can't wait to rate, lend you Tiger Force. Oh yeah. Tiger. Shit. Like ears and shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of good documentaries on Netflix. I think one's just like the battles of, or like World War Two in color, and then the other one's like the greatest battles of World War Two in color. Yeah, and they're fascinating to watch because you learn a shit ton about massive turning points 
in the, like the battle of midway and shit like that yeah like you and yeah and it goes like it's not just like the americans they go to like well i guess like the battle of midway had americans in it too but like there was a lot of australians <laughs> going up that way right yep. and uh like it just tons about everything like and even like going into africa and stuff with like rommel and stuff like that but like just huge like battle of the bulge and like how how like d-day happened like because like germany thought that they were going to come across it like there's a smaller channel from from england to france like it's like way smaller than than omaha beach and like like juno beach and like where all that where they all actually did land mm. there's a smaller like i don't know how much but like the, the distance is way less and they went yep that's where they're going to cross and then they like even like the the allies, they built like inflatable tanks and inflatable jeeps, like all this right, the, cu- the, the cutouts yeah. and the inflatable shit, yeah, all this fake shit, and they, and they and they dropped t- like aluminum foil into the water. They in scared they scared troops away with yeah. fucking farcical nonsense. Yeah, they they, they they dropped aluminum foil into the channel at the at the where like it was the lowest distance between England and France, and then when the German planes flew over, their radar picked up their radar picked up um, like, Oh shit, there's boats there, but it was just fucking foil. And then they also like, so then with the day that, that they were going to launch and from England and go into Normandy, um, they also launched, like they, they put like all these planes and like they dropped, uh, they had a name for them, but they just dropped fake people Mm. all behind enemy lines they dropped them everywhere so all the germans were like fuck they're just launching there's fucking troops everywhere so like they were calling all their troops which they had they were expecting an invasion so they had them all stationed around that whole area where like all of them everywhere and then so they started pulling troops away and they started pulling troops away because all these fucking planes were dropping troops behind enemy lines and uh but they were just fucking fake they, like they well i think they dropped like partly they dropped real people and then so yeah. then uh like the nazis were, were radioing like yep there's actually troops here and then the other ones were fake and then they were like well there's not actually troops here and but the whole while that's going on they're the boats are landing on omaha beach and juno beach and all this stuff like the canes are landing on juno beach and like they're yeah. all just fucking but the germans are they're split just like at this just like they're split I think a few years before when the fuck did Stalingrad happen? Was that that was before nineteen forty four? So the the trials of Stalingrad happened. Like no, after. like the, no, like the battle. Okay, yeah. So I think the battle was before because I think the June sixth, nineteen forty four was was D Day. It was fucking Normandy. I think bef- that happened way before I think Stalingrad. But that was the same thing. Like German Germany's army was split, and then now Germany's army was split again because they were all going inland and trying to defend the beach. It was just. These fucking documentaries were super cool to watch. Just to Which learn. documentaries are these? Uh, they were like the World War II in color and the greatest battles of World War II oh, okay. in color, I think. Oh, they're on Netflix, both of them. And they, they just, it's like an hour and a half or something, or two hours, however long, for each battle. And You, you both should uh, look for the documentary... We did. We did not grow old, or we do not grow old. Is that the Michael Peter, Moore one? It's Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Okay. Peter Jackson made a World War One documentary. Okay. He basically took like World War One footage, and he colorized it. But it, it was it's it's amazing. It's it's a really high quality documentary, and it's 
basically just the stories of the soldiers. Like it's just them living their day to day lives, and there's narration of like surviving World War One veteran interviews. I'm assuming from like the 60s and 70s when they were interviewed because they're probably not alive anymore. Yeah. And it's just a really well done, beautiful documentary. And it was cool. really impressive how he went from like black and white and uh, color, black and white um, graded film to like color. And he just like converted it to color. And it was, it's amazing. But you guys should both try to find We Do Not Grow Old. All right. I think I will try to find that. It's excellent. I'm, I'm going to double check, check, it out I'm gonna check the name of that, but I'm pretty sure it's I called We Do. Or like They we Will Not grow, grow Old or something like that. Yeah. 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 I'm going to write it down. But I'm going to double check. And that's only an hour and like a half, Tyson. You could probably well, fuck, manage you just, that one. Five <laughs> hours you asked me to watch now. Three and a half. I was going to recommend the Ken Burns documentary about the Vietnam War, but that's like a fucking 10-hour fucking romp through the fucking through the 50s and 60s and I don't think the Peter Jackson doc is called They Shall Not Grow Old They Shall Not Grow Old my mistake They Shall Not Grow Old okay well we'll yeah I'm gonna check that out but yeah Daniel's definitely you should check that out because I know you're super into the war documentaries and stuff and Tyson if you have time and you're not busy with your family or work you should try to check that out as well oh hey I'm still busy with my family (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Thomas. No lunch today. I've got to watch this Peter Jackson documentary. You're you're on your own. Here's a couple of cheese sticks and a fucking hot dog. Tommy would love that. What are you talking about? That would would be like the best lunch ever. Fuck. A couple of cheese sticks and a hot dog? Fuck. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of good World War II documentaries out there, man. There is. And and honestly, and I I do, I'm thinking about it. And and I do kind of agree with the whole, like, you should be able to watch what you want and you should be able to produce the kind of video material you want. And I think that applies to nearly everything except for the Tiger King. Well, you can't. Oh, you can't I don't understand. I don't understand why this is the most popular thing on. Neither do like, I, man. It, because like, it, I, it, it came out when everyone went on quarantine. You but could have put out like only reason. fucking Baby Genius season three the that, second quarantine started, but, and that would be number one on Netflix. <laughs> that that show, there's nothing redeemable about that show. No, there's it's not literally good. no good element in that show. I watched uh, that whole car I crash. I beg to differ. Thing. It's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. Is it entertaining? It's not entertaining. It's entertaining. Well, well then you really think about it, you're like, ah, oh, but like. The animals are like there's okay. the, nobody talks about the horrible things they're done to animals. It's just this fucking mulleted idiot okay, okay. shooting First, his mouth off. Are those are those animals gonna get sent back to fucking India where it's asbestos factories and shit? No, that's not. It's not. It's, they're not. They're not. They were probably they're, they're, happier there. Those those generations of tigers have been dead. Like the, the the tigers that are there were born into that captivity, and it's shit. It is shit. But also. That show is not about tigers. I know. <laughs> no, that show is about three kind of my, That's kind of my issue with it. In the title. Why is that show not about the fucking tigers? <laughs> no, that show had nothing to do with the Because that's not what that show was supposed to be about. Yeah, dude, you want, you want tiger why? shows? Go to PETA's website and watch that garbage. That, that, oh. that show was like, watch these three dudes get married and then also watch like maybe And this, they're this. not even gay. Yep. His fucking husbands, they're not even gay. Dude, <laughs> do a lot. No, and then it was like, dude, watch maybe. Do a lot for math. 
And then yeah. it was like, watch, maybe this woman mur- murdered her husband. Probably. She totally murdered her husband. I can't believe we're talking about this. See, is this not like uh, making a, this is, it, it's, it's making a murder. It's the new making a murder. Yeah. Like, it's just know? this drama. It's pure drama. It's, yeah, that's all it is. It is the, yeah, but you the know whole what? thing if, is if, drama. If I was a filmmaker who was going to investigate this wild character who owned a tiger farm, and then while I was making this documentary, he fucking one dude accidentally shoots himself. He runs for fucking president, and and this whole thing like dude, he was he was doing like a piece on on this crazy dude who's at a war with this this like rescue animal, animal, animal chick. Yeah. And, and, dude, if and, I was and, and like animals. dude, the, you go to her place and all the tigers are still in fucking cages. The only difference is she ain't breeding them and she ain't letting kids touch them when they're young. And then other fucking, fucking dude difference. who's like a polygamist, and he's got a tiger farm somewhere too. Yeah, he's dude, got he's, he's got he's, he's got a sex cult for sure. Yeah, and like, yeah, but also each one of his wives has a house, and he has a like a couple hundred acres. That doesn't like, that, make that, that it better. No, I just like that life would be pretty all right. So you <laughs> want to be a tiger king? Wife, all your wives have their own fucking house. <laughs> that that alone, right there, done. Yeah, no, that, that it was well edited and it was well put together to, Except for this, to get this what, the, what, what the jet sea scene where that like the fat rat guy is just like, hold on a sec. And then they've just got like the dinner, and he's on the jet ski. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Was, I, I'll be honest. I, with you. I, I didn't finish actually. it. I didn't finish it. I, like, I got Did like, you halfway, watch? I got like Did halfway through and I went. I went like, this is dude. Most of those people are genuine <laughs> yeah. people who have a job and they care about the animals that they were working with. Do One they? Of those yeah, got but that it was like ripped yeah. off and went back to work because they gave a shit yeah, about what they were doing. Crazy. They, 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 he. I think it was a girl, wasn't it? No, it's a he. It, no, it, it it's a girl it is a girl who identifies but, as a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, but like, no, I you know I think all these people cared about their job. They got swept in. There's an after show. Where they talk to people after the documentary came out, and most of them are like, "Oh God, this is embarrassing. Like this, this was our life for like years and years. It wasn't that fucking crazy to us. Is what we did." And they were all like, "Yeah, no, he he was a fucking asshole. I was there because I loved loved my job, or I cared about the animals. Like that's what most of the people that were involved in that documentary and were there. Yet to do. They didn't stop him from being a crazy asshole." They just went along do? for the ride. What? They you know, were you still know doing their fucking job and taking care of the animals. What do you expect? You know, Not you know, everyone just has an option to say no to their situation and move on to something different. Yeah, but you Most know what bothered me? Is like, they were like, yeah, we're getting paid almost nothing and we work like 23 hours a day. But, but you know, what are you going to do? Like, well, all the mess you can handle. Yeah, though, like you're going to quit your fucking job because that's complete garbage. You should, yeah, there's like, laws. They, that. Also on top of that, America is very fucking different than Canada. Yeah. But yeah. You're they still me. have minimum wages that are like $4. Yeah. But you can't fucking make them work 23. Like nowhere. Like you can't. Yeah, you yes. Can. Everywhere. In America, Dude, yeah, everywhere in America. Can. I don't The American don't know, dream man. is dead. I don't know if it was I don't know, man. Like, there's you, no can, you can do it. You can do it here in Canada too. I mean, there's mucky business owners. Of shady shit. There is. There is all over like, the world. As long as you I know mean, your rights, you but, can just be but like. You get, a, nope. you get a place with that kind of urban congestion and 300 million people. Especially it's Florida? a different fucking world, man. Oh. Well, like this, the, like the the, the the southeastern 
part of America seems kind of kind of weird. Look, America. I know it seems pretty third world right now, but like I, I no, still it's not think- even right now, dude. People are still making three dollars an hour working in fucking restaurants. Like that's a real thing. I know. Like it's, but like I don't. I still don't think that they could make you work twenty three hours a day or they whatever. Can, the fuck they can. Is. They can. They can because they, if you're so say you're. In an in, in illegal immigrant going into the U.S., right? And, and you're, you know, going to be a dishwasher at, at a restaurant. Absolutely, the employer can now hold you under his thumb because yeah. he has your immigration in his hands. So once you bitch about your wage, well, then you're about to go back to the, yeah. unfortunately, the Latin yeah. American country that you came from. Yeah. Next ISIS man is coming. You know what? Like you just the, the, and that point, you just fucking walk across the board and go, thank dude, fuck. It's not an option for people dude, in these places, dude. It's dude, not that shit happens in this town that we live in. Yeah, yeah, man. You know as well as I do, there are business owners in this town who are... You know, God bit. bless them, but they're they're less they're extortionists. They're less exactly, than because it's honorable. a transient based town where yeah. you're no, you're no. gonna get your your winter workers and then you're gonna get your summer workers. So you don't really give a fuck. And then all the people that get fired be a day before the ba- bonus cut off in yeah. this town, it happens every yeah, yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, I know in it. In Lethbridge, there was there was a bunch of illegal workers. There was a, a fucking Burger King. Uh, near one of the schools that I went to that got shut down because they were housing illegal workers in the basement and like super, super abuse. Jesus. Like they were just like, yeah, you're here. So you have to do what we say and you're not allowed to leave the premises kind of shit. I like, know that there was... happens everywhere, but in the States it's, it's worse because it's easy to, it's easier to govern 30 million people than it is 300 million people. I know that here right. in Jasper, there was, I had a friend who worked for a company in town and that company he worked like christmas and new years and like all these holidays and he got paid eight hours of straight fucking time and he was like whoa what the fuck and and when he went to said company about it the company went eh. <laughs> you know like yeah that, that's that's yeah. what you get paid there, that's what you get paid tough sorts, shit there, there were also loopholes about that yeah exactly. there were loopholes that the the business owner they they passed recent laws like this year i believe uh, about that like you you have to pay overtime and all that shit and then i'm pretty sure the conservative government did something about that and made it like eh, well you know nah, you don't really Alberta. Yeah. but so okay. this this guy this friend of mine he he ended up being like no fuck you i'm getting my fucking overtime for that shit i worked like christmas i worked new years i worked all this shit and I worked all these extra hours because, like, at the end of the year, when like when he did the math on it, he was like, "Fuck, they owe me like four thousand dollars in overtime." And these, he's like, he's like, this fucking company in town is just fucking st- stealing that from me for their bottom line, and just they don't give a fuck about me because they know if I quit, there's going to be like three other people who want the fucking job. And that's yeah, what which it is a common, yeah, yeah. common thing here. That's so, so yeah, that's exactly how it was. So he ended up quitting, but he took the guy to court, and the labor board was like all over it. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he yeah, got yeah, a yeah. 3, fuck yeah, they were." He he got almost all of what he was owed. Yeah, at, yeah, at the end of the day, about, I remember this yep, shit. Yep, at the end of the day, he got almost all he was owed. But he he drove all the way to Calgary one time, and when he got to the fucking court, the guy he got there, and they were like, "Oh yeah." The, the the other guy called and he said he can't make it so like the, yeah. and so he came yeah. back he came home he was so mad he's like that was just out of my pocket 
like $300 to drive there and stay like two nights there and then drive home. That's the plate of the little man. Yep. 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 And like, but you know? he was like, he was but like, he got something out of it at the yeah, end of the day. And that's, he did. And that's, that's what you have to do. And that's what I think. And if for small towns, no, you got to fight all you over fight. North America, yeah. they're not expecting anyone to fight back. So when you do fight back, you're, you're probably going to get paid out. And, yeah. and, and these standards are so much lower in the States, like so yeah. much lower. Shannon and I were looking at like state by state minimum wage and it's governed independently by the States. And like the lowest one I think is like Kentucky or something. It's like $4 and 35 cents an hour. $2. Yeah. If you're a server, it's $2 an hour. What the Dude, fuck? if you're a server, it's two dollars an hour. If you don't work in a service industry, it's like four dollars an hour. Fuck. Like this is this is a real thing because it's governed by the state. They don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a national also minimum wage, why. but the states have like different different legislation. We were reading about it the other day, and it was mind blowing. That's why you can watch like a like a a house buying show on like HGTV. That's like in the states somewhere. Watch those shows, man. But, I hate uh, like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they go one of two ways, and and the one way is like they're like average couple. They're like, yeah, we got like eighty grand, and like, well, the average house price here is sixty four grand, and you're like, well, fucking holy shit! Yeah, where and the like, fuck are they living? Yeah, and it's, and a it's nice like neighborhood with and a school and kids. Yeah, and it's like a great fucking big yard. And then the other one is like, yeah, uh, we have a budget of two point five million, and I stay at home and I do blogs online, and, and my wife is a professional. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she has it. And like, yeah. <laughs> and my well, wife's a kid. But, well, now wait now because, uh, you know, you you can't really take like like um like a fucking influencer, and I'm doing the air quotes here, uh, yeah. to task because you know, unfortunately, that's a major stream of income if you got. Like the goods when when you live in in a place like Kentucky or say like a place like here where they have that bubble that you live in where they can say like well that's the way we do things in Kentucky and if yeah. you don't like it get out of here and it's the same for Jasper as well you don't like the way we do things in Jasper Edmonton is that way and Calgary is that way and right but I think the housing market's way different in Canada than it is in the states as well like in a it's, lot of places in the states it's vastly different in this town too like yeah vastly. yeah i know and it's, oh, yeah. it's a whole whole different set of glasses you're wearing when you live in this town going well i make 15 dollars an hour my rent is over a thousand dollars a month for a one-bedroom unkempt apartment and uh houses are uh three quarters of a million dollars to start so you know you're That's never for a half place, but like even in a lot of cities in Edmonton, like edmonton calgary like that the housing market is houses are expensive in canada comparatively mm -hmm. like there, there are single parents in the States who can afford to have a house. And that, that kind of shit blows my mind when I know what kind of money they're making too. You know, where, you know where in Alberta is really cheap housing, like to buy a house, but probably, well, and it's actually kind of weird because it's a university town, but uh, cameras, yeah. cameras, it's a is university it, town. It? Yeah. Like the houses are uh, high 100,000s, mid 200,000s. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was your sister's first house was there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Lethbridge too, but like there's the opportunity thing, and Lethbridge is a scummy fucking city. So, but like you can, you can get houses nice. for cheap. Yeah, but Lethbridge has not. nice places, but what are you gonna yeah. do? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What are you gonna do? What are you yeah, gonna do? Cameras. <laughs> you know, work at the university. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Cameras uh, like uh, more or less a retirement community as well? I don't know. I think it's kind of like a mix. Like I think it's starting to get kind of younger. 
Yeah, it's, well, because it's the university, like a like a collegiate level, post secondary yes. town. But I think right. it's not a young town either. Like I think people the have been there for a long time. The university just, students kind of go to university there for like four years and then they kind of stay some of them yeah because they can like, afford to buy a house and yeah. pay their student loans at the same time and it's yeah. it's a nice town like it really is it's a really nice town you know it's better than a lot of what you're going to get in alberta somewhere right like well yeah like my mom's got an affordable house but the house is shit and it's in like on the verge of kind of a sketchy neighborhood mm. like it's not terrible but like Growing up there was pretty scary sometimes. Mm. While growing fucking, up, the years I spent there. Fucking Lethbridge. <laughs> Place is shit. It's pretty though. As, you know, it's not so bad here, but like, honest to God, like, if you've grown up here your whole life, like, uh, I think people that, that came here in the 80s and all bought houses and like, we're all just like, wow, this is the greatest town in the fucking world. And they all had this, they all made these great friends and had this great life and they all just bought houses and raised families here and continued having a really great time. Keep in mind. But it's not like that anymore. Like it's, it's a different time. Keep in mind it wasn't like that back then either. Like to think about it, it really depended on the position that you had when you were living in this town. Like my my folks lived in, like my folks uh, were in the service industry. Like my old man worked for Jasper Concrete and my mom fucking folded laundry at the J.I. And once the rent at Aspen Gardens, when we were, when I was young, got to $800, they couldn't afford to pay the rent. Because we, me and my sister were there, and rent was $800 25 years ago in those places. And they couldn't afford yeah. that because my mom was making $4 an hour and my dad was probably making 8 mm. You know, like, because it, 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 that economic disparity is prevalent no matter where and when. There's always the people that people make money off of, and this town is no different. It, it, it's become more prevalent nowadays, but back back then, like even in the eighties, man, like my it wasn't as bad. My, my grandma did well. Like my Jasper, grandpa did well, but like his his shop went under when things got more expensive and cost of living went up and business started going down. Like it it happens for everyone here because yeah, like that, you and I were on different spectrums growing up. And we have very different views of how this town is. Yeah, but Jasper was never like, like, look at all the people that came here and like, they all can own a house. Like they, all the people that grew up, like were, you know, twenties, like late twenties and the eighties, they all just bought houses and raised families and they all like, were working maintenance places and working. Yeah, but they can't really go anywhere places. else though. They're, not, kind, not of, all they're of them. kind of stuck here. Not all of them, but like there was a lot of them, like a lot of houses, like old guys in town now, like. They like yeah. I came here in 1977, and I never left. Yeah, my grandma built her house for thirty thousand dollars. She claims half of that was rum, and she <laughs> sold it for three quarters of a million. Yeah, and then like, bought a place in Nova Scotia with like a duplex, an acreage, an orchard, and a century home on it for like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's mental. But uh, there's just, no work on the East Coast, yeah, so like that's an affordable place if you already have money, and you don't need a job. Yeah. But my grandma like, also worked her fucking ass off, so yeah. just, just just to put that caveat in there, it's not like she didn't. But th- this town, this town, and now today more than ever, this town is a business. It's not a town. It's not a place for people to live. It's not a community. It's a business. Well, like and I mentioned, the 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 well, letter we got from our landlords. Yeah. Whatever's well, good like, for well, the, the business. Landlords have bills, so mm. pay your rent. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Whatever's good for the business is that's it. That's all that matters to Jasper. Yeah, it's not good for the I'll go even further and a little bit more disgusting and use what? the word 
brand. Yeah, it is a brand. brand. Yeah, absolutely. It's a branded business. If if you can like get advertisements in like friggin' little hamlets in Europe, yeah, you're a fucking brand. Yeah, and like 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 this this town from when I moved here like twelve years ago. Even from twelve years ago, complete one eighty. Like, yeah, it's not even the same. It's not even close. And it's still up its own ass about everything. Like, it's still up its own ass about everything. Like, how wonderful and how venture beyond it is. But don't step off the trails. Don't Jasper. Wonderful by nature. Also, will sell out to a corporate entity that builds a fucking walkway for a place that was just for the right amount of money. We're not nature anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's a business, and it's yeah. it's gonna be a it's gonna be it's just gonna get worse. And and good luck trying to sell your house because if if the people you're selling your house to don't live here and contribute to the community, we're not there's one sell. real estate uh, provider in this town that I know who runs my apartment, who I think is going to be hurting quite a bit. Yeah, uh, from his uh, bungled uh, condo uh, building. That dude bites Not off sense. more than he can chew notoriously. Like I fired him from a business management project that, that was ahead of is, her is time. He, he just yeah, he, but he doesn't know how to manage. He he takes over too much stuff and then can't handle it. It's a lot of work, man. So is he just going to get fired because he's not like the owner? He just like is like, I guess the manager would be like the same as if you were like a manager of a restaurant and you botched your job, you get fired. Like, but yeah, the restaurant is still goes away. And yeah. all of a sudden those bills get harder to pay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But it's not fair. Well, no, it's not fair. But like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's it's hard in this town because it like when I was growing up here, it was like a family town. Like where when you went to rent a, a movie that was fourteen a at, at the store, they would call like they wouldn't even ask. They call your mom. They call your mom. <laughs> like they wouldn't ask you what you're. Is like, this okay just, if he's getting this? Yeah, they like I would like put the movie on. They'd be like Tyson, are you allowed to rent this movie? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, and they'd be like, uh-huh. hang on. And they like they wouldn't ask me what my phone number was or nothing. They would just dial it and then be yeah. like, hey, hi, Tyson's here. He's going to rent this movie. Is that okay? And they'd be like, yeah, Tyson's trying to rent Naked Gun two and a half. Is that all right to me? <laughs> I was like, Super Jugs 14. <laughs> Super Jugs. Yeah, 14. Oh, he must be of a good age then. And I totally <laughs> hope the video stopped back in like the early 80s, early 90s, had like a porno section. They did. The horror and porn in the same the oh. video stop had <laughs> yeah, porn that's sections. Awesome. It was, it's where the Famosa restaurant is now. That's great. I feel like that's why I like horror movies because I'd always be like, oh, there's jugs. <sighs> yep. There's, awesome. They had, they had a four and four leprechauns down there. Nice. It was great. Back when it was the, the video stop was like a double wide when it was right, that it was whole so top floor. And you oh, can go that anywhere. Awesome. That, yeah, that whole top floor was just movies. They were everywhere. And now and it's a friggin' source. Sorry, yeah. the source. Yeah, it's the yeah. source now. And they still rent movies, and they still do a ton of other wicked shit there. They do. They do. He's fucking awesome, man. He did a home delivery for us uh, Kevin, like a couple Kevin's weeks a, ago. Yeah. Oh, nice. We awesome actually dude. share a birthday. He and I. We nice. have the same birthday. He, and, he'd uh, be a yeah, good birthday bud to have. He, we asked him like, like we wanted a couple things and then we were like, well, let's get some of those $2 Hot Wheels for Tommy. So we told him to pick five and then he was, you know, you know, just don't double up. He hit it 
perfectly. Like that guy is a, like he's awesome. Dude, no, Kevin is an amazingly nice human being. He's he's yeah, a wonderful he's really person. Nice. I got a lot of respect for that man. Hey, that's hey, the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Are we having one more shot for the for the road? Oh, fuck you, man. The yeah, it makes just, sense. It seems like it's coming near road time there. We've all uh, yelled and screamed. and You <laughs> love that pink Whitney wheels. I can't even. Like, I, Dude, I, the, I brought it over, and you were like, eh. And now look at you, chugging it out of the bottle. like a Dude, this is the same bottle from like a month ago. Yeah, dude, and this is honestly the least amount of pink Whitney I've gone through in a night. Like, last week, I drank a whole fucking bottle, but I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. The problem is a... too much pink Whitney. And... No, dude, dude, too dude, much. Dude, the first two weeks of the shutdown where I wasn't working, I rediscovered alcoholism. I'm pretty sure I went over this already. Fair enough. And, and so, you, <laughs> so you crashed the car for a couple weeks there? when? Oh, I didn't crash the car. No? Okay. No, that was oh. Shannon. Oh, Shannon crashed the car. <laughs> I can see that. I can see Shannon crashed the car. Yeah, I know I have to walk everywhere. <laughs> nice. Walking's for suckers. Yeah, well, look at me. I have a wheelchair. <sighs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't help me now. My fucking wheelchair touches everything. I'm afraid to go anywhere. Dude, I saw that other little kid in the wheelchair, the one that you hate. I, I, don't, I don't hate. I don't <laughs> hate. <laughs> fucking wheelchair, fucking dude. Yeah, man. Well, dude, dude, that uh, did almost happen wow. one night at Pete's. Which you know what, Justin? Maybe for episode ten, you share the story of the the near fist fight at Pete's with the other crippled guy. Ah, uh, he. Oh, he, I love he, it. Yeah, let's he, just leave it at that. You, you, he's yeah. a, that that other person is on Facebook all the time, and he's he like he's a fun Facebook read. Sweet. Well, let's bring it to the, yeah, yeah. the big episode ten, special yeah. episode ten, the wheels fist fight. Uh, it, was, it was it was more of a me getting tipped over situation. Uh, but yeah, I, I just expect, I expect for everybody. I expect here. sparks no, no. and spokes. The, the, we'll, we'll, we'll tell the story. I, we'll I, tell the story. I, I feel like maybe episode ten is called sparks and spokes. We do that. We do that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, next week could be story time. We could all have stories to tell. Oh, let's all true. let's all have stories about how we met the glorious leader. How about oh, we do Jesus that? Jesus fucking oh, Christ, <laughs> No, that's that's no. Tell, you know what? Next week we'll just are, are you, the craziest fucking shit that we ever been a part of. Dude, oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna oh, take a buddy. couple steps down for that. Yeah, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> well, you can Statue censor of limitations, it. man. But, if you want me to get the beat button and I'll fucking censor all the shit out every time you say something. Oh, uh, you fucking nerd. You would have a beat button. I'll go get one. I bet you will. Yeah, what, like the 10-day <laughs> delivery on Amazon? Oh, Prime? yeah, right. I, I'll get one in 10 days. That's right. Mm-hmm. So so are you, well, let's do a closing uh, shot then, yeah? Are we doing it? Yeah. Okay. Let's do a closing shot, guys. Cheers. Cheers, homies. Cheers. Felt like John Candy and CTV. The <laughs> when he's the chef there. Chef, I think his name was Doctor Tongue. Was that it? Oh fuck! Uh, I have flashbacks. You like some more pancakes? <laughs> fuck, man! That and there was like the House of Doctor Frightenstein. That was an oh, awesome. Frighten, was it Frightenstein or Frightenstone? 
It was Frankenstein and or Frankenstein. Yeah, it was Frankenstein because it was supposed to be like Frankenstein. And then like Vincent Price would read a poem yes. every episode. Yes. And shit. That glory, was so good. glory, Transylvania. Yeah. The hilarious house of Dr. Frankenstein. Yes, yes. I yes. don't recall John Candy being on that show. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I John just Candy was not that, in that show. That and SCTV when I was growing up, man, like oh. just the best. I'd wake up early and it's like, sweet. The Hilarious House of Dr. Frankenstein. Griselda the Witch. (laughs) The Wolf Man, the DJ. Oh my god, yes. Um, Dr. Julius Sumner Miller, the fucking, like, (laughs) professor weirdo guy. (laughs) He teaches you, like, amidst this crazy Halloween-themed Saturday morning kids show is this, like, eccentric algebra professor. (laughs) Like, Dr. (laughs) Julius Sumner Miller. I'll never forget that. Oh, man. I don't know what... Essential, essential Saturday morning TV viewing along with WWF superstars. I can't, I, can't, like, I can't even believe that even popped up. Like, what, those 1970s, I think, that was from? Like, Jesus. Oh, man, late 60s, early 70s, absolutely. That show was awesome. Just oh. wonderful. All right, oh, boys. Closing out on warm memories, that's nice. Fuck yeah. Let's call this motherfucker. All right, boys. <laughs> We're Connor. All right, well, let's just go reverse order. It's been nice talking to you. I'm Squeed. Follow me on Twitter at S-K-W-Triple-E-D. Uh, follow me on Instagram at SqueedLove, just two E's. And uh, the Wheels Blues podcast, I'll try and be a little more active on that. It's just social media is kind of lame. Sometimes. And where can we find that uh, Instagram? You can find that at Wheels Blues Pod on Instagram. There, it's uh, I, I, you know, it's all right. But uh, if you're interested in our giveaway next week, you should definitely be following all of our social medias and keeping a close eye on all of that. So, oh yeah, follow us on Twitter. As I don't know if Justin, our supreme executive leader, has made a fucking Facebook page yet. But once he does, he should post that. He's had two fucking weeks. I don't think he's done anything. He's, yeah, he, right. He but has... you haven't watched Apocalypse Now, so you're not one to talk. He has he has <laughs> attempted to make a Facebook page. All right, so like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Like, Feel share, free to send subscribe. us messages, send us an email, talk to us, you know, whatever. We'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, I was supposed to listen to a bunch of King of the Dot. Uh, probably no one's going to understand why I'm talking about it. So I, I know, I know Ed, why. I know why you're talking two, about that. Two Edmonton listeners, Justin yeah, and an Australian. Right. But uh, give a shout out to my boy, Rob Kelly. Yes, he, yes, uh, he, I had a good conversation with him for like an hour and a half yesterday, and he's he doesn't understand the wrestling and the video games, but he still listens to us every week. So, uh, oh, yeah, he, he has he has some requests for us actually. Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah, only he one that's he's the only one that's put in a request well, for us to have a conversation. Us. Go through the popper channels. Let, let's, he did. He well, did. He went he to the supreme leader. leader. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we got let's get we gotta, to it on episode ten. Yes, we, yes. We, we gotta we gotta change fucking wheels title here. Nah, uh, all right, anyway, yeah. Much love. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, and I am at Eric Double Underscore eighty three and yeah, five hundred five hundred views. Uh, thank you guys and, and thank you three dudes and <laughs> as always you can find me at home quarantining and isolating and doing my part to flatten that curve. Out of boy. We love you for it. <laughs> Happy belated, bud. I Happy hope you're belated, feeling good. Daniels. Happy belated. I'm feeling <laughs> How great. Are the ribs? How are the ribs?
The ribs, the ribs. So if I'm 37 years old today, my ribs are probably at a 67 year old man's. Wow. Okay. Uh, but we're getting that number down. We're getting nice. that number right down. Nice. Nice. Would you so, say you're uh, flattening the curve on your ribs? I, I am. You know what? I'm actually bending the curve on those ribs. <laughs> I think you want them a little bit of curve. Yeah, you do. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. So, uh, <laughs> and I am at Tin Can Blues. You can find me at Tin Can Blues on Twitter. Um, you can find our website is wheelsbluespodcast.wixsite.com slash my site. I know it's complicated, guys, but uh, you can find it on the Twitter. There's a link right to it. Our Twitter is at wheelsblues. Uh, the website will have all our blog posts and everything that we're up to, a link to the podcast. You can listen to it right on our website. Uh, yeah, follow the link, get to it, leave us some messages, talk to us. We'll listen to you. Have at her. We love you. And as always, I am at Mighty Wheels on Twitter and Justin Wheeler on Instagram and Facebook. And please follow the Wheels Blues podcast. Subscribe and smash and rate us five stars. And also, thank you for the 500 listens. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. We love you guys. We don't know why you're listening, but keep it up. All hail Mighty Wheels. The mightiest of wheels. Wow.